Okay, hello. Welcome to episode 125 of Sack King's Therapy. Um, first of all, we'd like to welcome back Fong for this prestigious episode where we beat the juggernaut. That is the absolutely depleted <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans. The Kings do win this game, but oh my god, it was it was close for way too long, wouldn't you say? Yeah, like pretty much three whole quarters of that just back and forth pretty much and there was just part in like i believe it was yeah this third quarter where it, they the pelicans just cut the lead so so it's way too close for comfort now of course you know that being said we did win the game but we will we'll take we'll get the negative stuff out of the way like the king the Kings need, needed to win this game, of course. But I wanted them to come out with a, a, a level of intensity that just, basically, they were just going to put this game away and say the first half. And let, like, let's be honest, they're not going to do it in the first quarter because they don't have that in them, it doesn't seem like. So, you know, in the first half, like, get a good lead. And then once the second half is starts, like, game over. You just, you know, you just put them out of their misery. It's not what the Kings did, unfortunately. They, they let... They just let the Pelicans hang around. Now, credit to the Pelicans. They shot very well from three in the, fir- in the first uh, half. Uh, let me check. They had nine threes in the first half and ended up with 12. Um, so they shot, again, they shot very well from three in the first half, which is kind of what kept them in it. The Kings, for the most part, kind of dominated them in the first half. But it was, what, a it was a four-point game by the half. And I just feel... You know, if the Kings again want to make the playoffs, they got to put a team like this away quickly. <sighs> yeah, a team without you know Brandon Ingram and of course Zion, they didn't really have much out there to go out with. Uh, they did play a four guard lineup, being uh, you know, I guess the who King. That's play- the Kings, by the way. We're not talking about the Pelicans. Oh. Oh, are you talking? Oh, you know. Oh, you are talking. Okay, you are talking about the Pelicans. I just looked at yeah. their starting lineup. I was like, wait, that is a not a lot of tall guys yeah. in Balanchunas. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Playing to four is Garrett Temple. What a what a great wing player at the four. Yeah, the corpse of Garrett Temple. But uh, yeah, do go on. But yeah, uh, with pretty, I don't, I don't even know who's considered a starter besides Jonas. Maybe Josh Hart. Devonte Graham, Devonte Graham is their starting point guard. I see. Okay, so they have probably maybe half their starters out there, and they they didn't really play well with each other, of course. But you know, being us, the Kings, uh, we let them hit quite a few shots, uh, some lucky and some that uh, could have been avoided, I guess you could say. I mean, they did hit a lot of what I call like mesh shots where sure they're open, but they're long threes that, you know, are usually ill-advised for the most part, but they hit a lot of those. And part of me does want to blame the Kings for just not upping the intensity, like not letting them have everything or not letting them have anything. But it's not realistic to really ask that of the Kings to always press up on guys. So, you know, sometimes sometimes they just make them. And in this game, they did make a lot of those in the first half. In the second half, not so much. Mm-hmm. 
Um, to get the other negative out of the way, uh, refing was pretty bad throughout the game. I don't like bringing up refs, like, but this was a Tony Brothers <laughs> classic, basically. Just random calls that really caused a lot of momentum swings during those close moments in the third. Like, he, he had a few calls that really could have, like, threw the game the other way, but, and, you know, it was, like, reviews when there didn't need to be reviews. It was bad. And, you know, the crux, I guess, the cherry on top is that Rashawn got ejected for throwing his headband into the crowd. I didn't think it warranted one, but there might be a, a rule that says if you throw anything into the crowd, you're automatically ejected. But it, it was after a pretty BS call, and Rashawn just kind of lost his shit a little bit and just and got ejected. Yeah, it was a Tony Brother classic. I'll just say that. Yeah. <clears throat> right after the Sean ejection, we did, you know, score a little, of course, but, you know, Pelicans uh, just kept on going. And, uh, I mean, they pretty much uh, led by, I believe, one point uh, with a 13-0 run. So it was a it was a pretty ugly third, let's just say. I think that I don't have it in front of me, but I do think the Pelicans led by as much as eight in that in that span. Um, I can check it a little bit later, but yeah, that I wanted to quickly go over that because right after that, Kings actually went on a little bit of a run of their own. They got up six and the Pelicans were reeling. There were actually multiple moments like that, but this one stood out because like they, basically um, De'Aaron Fox draws a foul, splits the pair of free throws. The, the Pelicans are reeling, but instead I think they gave up an offensive rebound on that play and it led to a score. And then it led to another score. And then it led to another score. And let me just check real quick. The lead got as far as... Uh, it, yeah, so yeah, so the Pelicans got an eight-point lead at one point. But luckily, luckily, this, again, is not a good Pelicans team. A, a, a remotely decent team probably runs away with the game for the most part. But credit to the Kings. Let's start getting to the positives now. Like, they managed to fight back. Harrison Barnes hits two threes in a row, basically sparks a huge run by the Kings. Basically lead into the fourth, where they finally got, again, got the Pelicans on the ropes and finally went for the kill at around the six-minute mark, where they just blew the game open. The game, the, the score, or the Kings got up double digits and basically never looked back. Yeah, pretty much during that span, I believe... I there was about like five, six turnovers, just Pelicans alone, almost pretty much back to back to back, including some Halliburton steals. And, uh, you know, yeah, that pretty much closed out the game for us, luckily, because, yeah, pretty ugly in the first part. And, you know, we mentioned how good Harrison Barnes was. Um, let, let's get to the man of the hour. Not a crazy good scoring game from De'Aaron, 19 points. He, not a, a a lot of points, but he was good this game. He didn't really force anything. He just kind of attacked at his own tempo. Kind of got his little floater game going, his little mid mid range, his short mid range shot going. Like he he looked like himself. He was under control, just kind of probing and just taking what the defense gave him, which was Jonas Valanciunas dropping way back into the paint, and he was able to take advantage. So, you know. We, I was looking forward to Fox having a bit of a bounce back game, and he did. You know, he he played a really good game. 
and it's finally good. To, and hopefully this leads to just him finding his rhythm on offense. Mm-hmm. I'm I, like I said, I'm hoping to see those mid rages. He did prove it himself. Uh, this game uh, again, I don't like the threes, but he did hit two for free. So I can't complain. Felt like he shot way more, honestly. But, you know, he made two. So, like, you know, who's going to complain? Yeah. The other guy I want to quickly talk about, Tyrese. Like, a big part of that fourth quarter, like, run that we went on was a lot of Tyrese. Like, there was, he was just constantly getting deflections and he was leading the fast break, you know, drawing a lot of fouls. Very rare for him. Eight free throws this game, which, yeah, again, rare. Although I think two of those were technical free throws. So maybe, so six free throws this game. But, you know, he basically just attacked the rim relentlessly. Jonas Valanciunas in that deep drop just gets these, gets like guards, like, you know, with a head of steam. And they feel a lot co- very comfortable just shooting, you know, over him, essentially, like when he drops that deep. And it's good to see like Caliburn take advantage and just basically take over the game in the fourth. Yeah, I'm pretty glad. I, I mean, looking at the bot score now, besides him, who shot pretty well from the free throw, Harrison Barnes did also drew a lot of fouls for some reason. I mean, it's for, been a theme with it's been a theme with him with his, you know, essentially his emergence in his tenth year, where he's drawing a lot of these free throws. He's got grown man strength with grown man shoulders, and just he's got a grown man old man game. And he knows how to draw those fouls. And even with the new rules, it seems like he uh, he's one of the only guys like really taking advantage of like, you know, creating like con- like legitimate contact as opposed to, you know, the Trey Young and to a certain degree, like the De'Aaron Fox types of fouls where, you know, the cheap fouls where you kind of just basically initiate contact and get the foul call. But Harrison Barnes is getting is getting grown man fouls. Oh, yeah. Mr. Reliable. I can't wait to see him going towards, hopefully, the playoffs. And, you know, if he keeps this up, you know, he might have a bid for the All-Star game. Like, that would mm. be an incredible story all on its own. Oh, yeah. Come on. Wait, has he ever been? I don't remember. We're close now. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, you know, uh, as as we mentioned, the Kings went on that run towards the end. It was like the Pelicans simply kind of ran out of gas. I mean, you, you already mentioned they're already like up, like out with a bunch of injuries. Well, not a bunch of injuries, a major injury to Zion and no Ingram this game. And they simply just ran out of gas towards the end. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's good to see the Kings finally take care of business, however long it took. But, you know, Kings did not need, did not, should not have let the uh, Pelicans hang around as much as they did. And they simply rat on a gas towards the end. And, you know, it's good to see them win this kind of game. But the Kings need to be better in these kinds of games. They need to just blow these guys out from the start. Like, the Kings have more talent than, than this team. They should not be playing down to their competition. Uh, yeah. I was going to say that there was a Kings killer, but I mean, he kind of cooled down in the second half, and I would say that was Devontae Graham. Uh, he hit quite a few frees in the first half. Um, didn't really see much uh, during the fourth, sadly, but, you know, for is how though. it is. What, what was that? For us, though. Yeah, for us. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, look at his buddy-esque stat line. Four for eight from three, five for ten from the field. 
It's like it's a picture perfect kind of buddy stat line. I was even saying like during the game, they need to just force him to the basket. He is no, he is not good anywhere else other than three. <laughs> oh, which yeah. again, which again, like I don't know. I guess he's cheaper technically, but like they the Pelicans gave up a first round pick for him, and you know they should have just kept Lonzo because <laughs> Lonzo functionally is kind of the same the same player next in this offense and. I don't know what the hell the Pelicans are doing. I'm not going to go into a, a giant ramp, but Vontae Graham has not been great. Well, uh, this ain't a Pelicans podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's basically our quick thoughts about the game. Like, finally, the Kings get a home win. Um, I know someone that went to the game. And uh, he lucky, lucky him, he gets to see the Kings get their first home win, however painful the process was. Yes, indeed. Yeah, sorry um, for being negative about this game, but again, they they just, that third quarter run really infuriated me. And the Kings, the Kings, while did ultimately take care of business, need to be better against bad teams like this. They need to put them away. They need to win convincingly. And mm-hmm. this was not really a convincing win to me. Well, hopefully, we'll see more convincing wins in the future. Because next up, I believe we're playing against... Charlotte. Okay, you beat me to it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, re- I remembered. That's why. Oh. You got and that. it is LaMelo Ball. So, you know, that's going to be interesting, to say the least. I I don't know how... So, get, so let's, let's, let me look at their starting lineup real quick. I cannot find their Warriors game. Did they just lose to the Warriors? I think they did. Yeah. They did just lose to the Warriors. Let's look at their starters and just quickly preview who's going to guard who. So they so um so they have LaMelo Ball as their point guard, Terry Rozier as their shooting guard, whatever. Um Miles Bridges as their forward and Gordon Hayward as their forwards and Miles Plumlee at center. So all pretty not a I mean, I guess Mal Bridges is around six nine, six ten, so six seven. So it's a pretty small lineup. What do you? How do you envision the defensive matchups? Uh, defensive matchups, I guess, shaping up. Defensive wise, I think, based on their stat line this game, I feel like there's gonna be a bounce back uh, for our game. So I guess we'll have to see. I think. Hmm. We'll have to guard Miles a little more. Other than that, I think the rest should be pretty easy. I don't know how Lamel is going to do. It's, I feel like it's kind of a game to game basis. Who would you put on? Who would you put on Lamelo? Hmm. Definitely not Buddy. I probably. Uh, put... let, let's match the starting. Well, let's not worry about the bench just hmm. yet. I probably, I probably put Tyrese on uh, Lamelo. Then uh, Fox on Rogier. I guess Rashawn has to guard Plumlee. Then Barnes on Bridges. And I'm going to assume Mo is going to start too. So yeah. I guess put him on Hayward. Yeah, that's how I would do it. And then, of course, Rashad on Plumlee. Um, yeah, I think I think they match up decently well. Uh, although I, part of me was thinking put like Fox on Lamelo and um uh, Tyrese on Rogier, but Rogier is actually a really good attacker. So I don't. So yeah, you might want to put Fox on him and just mm. take your chances with whatever the hell Lamelo is going to do. Okay. <laughs> um. Although I will say, when 
when what's his face when Davion comes in, I want him on Lamelo and and uh and Gordon Hayward, like particular, mm. just because mm. those are like the primary ball handlers. You can put on Rozier too. But I I want to see it. I want to see just how. I want to see how he does against Lamelo because that is he. I mean, he's done well so far against like wings. He can, because they're usually pretty scared to dribble around him, and Lamelo doesn't have a post up game as far as I know. So, like, I want to see. I want to see if he can kind of sh- if he can kind of like put the clamps on the on a wing like um like Lamelo. I know he's listed as a point guard, but he's a he he's a baller. No pun intended. <laughs> well, I guess we shall see. All right, so that's our quick thoughts about this game. Um, thank you guys for listening, and hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, we'll pr- yeah, we'll, we'll, are you free to record on Friday? Because you have a bit of a busier schedule coming up. Mm, I should be. I should be. I'll let you know if something comes up. Okay, live scheduling here. Uh, I need, I yeah, need a secretary. Is, yeah, this is me, Brock Lesnar. Telling, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'll I'll come when I come. So yeah, um, limited limited amount of appearances from Fong. So enjoy them, enjoy them when you have them. Okay, well, thank you guys again for listening. Play us out. All right, well, we'll see you guys later. <laughs>